I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. <laughs> I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Welcome back to another excellent episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with your co-host, Colton Davidson. Man, Colton, thanks for being my co-host. I, I, like, that you, uh, I like that you said this excellent episode of Slim Basketball Podcast. Yeah. So this is going to be like an above and beyond podcast, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been a long week for everybody. Yeah. Um, and so we're really excited to just kind of sit back, yeah, relax, and talk is, some NBA basketball. We're on the downhill slope, Shaden. You don't even have class tomorrow, do you? Uh... No, but I have a big thing I got to do tomorrow mm. night that we'll just leave out of this. Anyways, um, all right, let's start it off. We said that I was doing a trivia question, but Colton seems like he's got I've one got that a, he's really. I've got a good one to make up for my apparently terrible one I had a couple weeks ago. Okay, all I'm right, interested to see it. You ready for this? Or hear it? All right. There are four NBA players to have averaged at least twenty points in every year of their career. Name those four players. Four NBA players. I'm sorry, repeat the question. Four NBA players to have averaged at least 20 points per game in every year of their careers. Four NBA players. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to say... There are current ones. There are current ones. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say LeBron. Okay. Uh, Definitely LJ. I'm going to say Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Magic Johnson. No, not Magic. No, not Magic. Not Magic. Hmm. Let's see here. I want to say Michael. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael. So you're missing the fourth. And the fourth. I want to say Kareem, but he played so many years. I feel like he probably didn't have a year where he did it. Mm. Oh, this is difficult. It's not not Kareem. Okay. Is it Kobe? No, it's not Kobe. Not Kobe. All right. We got. Oh yeah, Kobe didn't average a lot of points his first few seasons. Dang it, Colton. You stumped me. I feel like I should know this. I stumped you with a legitimate question, not about uh, who traded cows for his wife or who robbed a gas station. How many cows is LeBron James worth? This is a whole actual legit NBA trivia question. I was about to say, that doesn't even sound like an NBA podcast. It sounds like we're like, (laughs) I don't don't even know. Um, All right. Person who averaged twenty points. Uh, this game. last this player that you're missing is a current NBA player. Like really? he is still playing right now. Is it Melo? It is Melo. Really, yeah, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo. Like, I think it's kind of like an unfair question because three of those dudes haven't finished their careers, so we really don't know if they're going to average twenty points a game for their career. It's still cool though. It's yeah. I mean, it's it is cool. So there's that, Shaden. There's hey. that. That was that's actually that was pretty good. I'll give you that one. There we go. That was a legit. I probably my first legit NBA trivia question. And maybe uh, you've had some pretty good trivia questions. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, all right. So Shaden, the Cal one was great. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Speaking of that man, Kobe, you were talking about. The Lakers are retiring his jersey. The, uh, they announced they're retiring his jersey against the uh, the Warriors, uh, and a game against the Warriors soon. Um, you told me that they are going to retire both his number eight jersey and his number 20, 24 jersey. I think it's cool. I thought there was actually a debate going on whether they should retire which one. But we're going to go ahead and assume that they only could retire one. Which one would you say that um, they should retire? Well, first off, I think it's fantastic that they are retiring yeah, both. Yeah. Um, they need to just because, I mean, he was just so good both in yeah. both things. I think he played 10 years in each, if I'm not mistaken. I'm I think not that's sure about that one. Um but uh, so he he played 
basically the same amount of time in each jersey and he had so such a good career but if you, if they had to come down to where it was just one mm-hmm. me personally i'm gonna have to go with 24 and okay. not even just because um it, not even just because i'm like a huge kobe fan and his later years was like my thing yeah i had so many like kobe was my idol but I'm gonna say he he they do that just because he only won two championships, but he was Finals MVP both times. He led. He was the leader of the team. Didn't have Shaq. You know there wasn't all this yeah. con- this uh, controversy about you know who's the leader of that team. You know Kobe's you know riding Shaq all this stuff. Um, that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding Shaq. <laughs> you know what I mean. But I know what um, you mean. all this stuff going on, and uh, he won an MVP in the 24 jersey. He, I think he actually scored more points in the eight jersey, um, if I'm not mistaken. But I think he made more of a statement to his um, his, uh, his Hall haters. of Fame, his Hall of Fame resume. I think he he built it more whenever he was 24. Okay, he's also an All Star, like all 10 seasons with the 24. I think Kobe only had like one or two seasons where he wasn't an All Star. It was like his first two seasons. Yeah. But but uh, which one would you go with? Um, I really don't know. I don't. I'm gonna go with 24 just because that's what I always saw him wear. I never really watched basketball, but when he's number eight, I don't. I was barely alive whenever he wore number eight. So yeah, really. Yeah, you were just you were just kind of <laughs> there like in the corner. Years old. Um, you're like brain dead in the corner, yeah, just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so Shaden, some uh, very controversial things have been coming out of ESPN lately. With absolutely the ESPN Top 100, is that what it is for the basically the rankings of all the basketball players in the NBA? Yeah, it's been very heated. The one that stuck out to me was Carmelo being ranked at 64th. For reference, Lonzo Ball, a player who hasn't played yet in the NBA, probably the most, probably one of the bigger risk draft moves in the draft because he doesn't have like. So, I mean, you got he's got the the whole Levar Ball thing coming on it going got going for him. He's got a, a little bit weird of a jump shot. There's a lot of different question marks about him. For so for him to be ranked ahead of a proven NBA player, who while I don't agree with Carmelo being, you know, just an incredible superstar game changer. Well, he is a game changer, but he's like an incredible superstar. I do think he's got to be way ahead of Alonzo Ball at this point. He's a proven NBA player who can score, who can do a lot of different things for a team. Whereas Alonzo Ball, we know nothing about being a sixty, being a sixty-three instead of Carmelo. I think Carmelo should be way up. Yeah, way I completely up. agree. But the whole the whole thing is kind of speaking to. I think this is just a list that ESPN put out because there are there's a big controversy with the NFL top one hundred too, like ranking JJ Watt really high, even though he hadn't played the last two seasons. Different things like that. So I think it's just a Way, it's just a way of ESPN to get it out there so their anchors can talk about things and argue about it. But what, what are you thinking about this whole ordeal? No, I agree with you on that because I mean, people are talking about yeah, it. Yeah, people are talking about it regardless, and people are checking it out. So I guess it's a good it's a good move on their part, but it's pretty stupid. It's like Skip Bayless went out and was like, "What what will anger the most people?" It's a, yeah, it's a good move uh, for you know the media side, but it kind of feels like they just had a giant bucket of 100 NBA players and just pulled names. Yeah. And the whole thing is, like, I, I agree with some of it, but um, we've talked about this. Kyrie Irving is 25. I don't agree with that. Ranked 25. He has, all right, let me name some people. Mike Conley is 23. That's so, st- I don't agree Kyrie with that. Irving's 25. Kyrie Irving has proven that he is the most Mamba-like player since Mamba. He has the about- Mamba mentality. He plays like a monster. He proved Russ- himself Westbrook. in the finals. <laughs> Russell Westbrook doesn't have the 
the the percentages. Okay, okay. But fair, Russell Westbrook is a is a beast, and I'm not saying Kobe shot great percentage or anything, but but um, Russell Westbrook should definitely be higher than than Kyrie. That would really drive me crazy. Yeah. But Kyrie Irving deserves so much more love for that. I know yeah. he's been. Yeah, people are kind of like hating on him with this whole Cleveland thing, but he he knows he's good. He knows he can go to a team and make that team a playoff team, even if it's a really crap team. And in the East, he probably could. Yeah, the he'd East, go to anywhere. Yeah. Um. But Kyrie Irving knows he's a great player, and he is a great player, and he deserves more respect than being ranked below Mike Conley, Christoph Porzingis, and Kyle Lowry, and Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I mean, I, I would already say that he's—I think the average NBA player would say, yeah, Kyrie Irving is better than all of those players. Mike Conley hasn't even played a full season in three or four years. Yeah. Um, Christoph Porzingis was on a team that had one of the worst records in the league. Uh, Kyle, Lowry, Kyle Lowry has a record of being of choking in the playoffs and being— uh, I, just, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. Oh well. Oh, poor, but we're here, here we are talking Kyle. about it. We're doing what ESPN wants us to do: is talk about it. But you talking about Kyle like that makes me sad. What Kyle Lowry? I'm not chokes. a big Kyle Lowry fan. I love Kyle Lowry, and he does choke, and it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Remember the uh, what was it? Last playoffs where, um, or it was two playoffs ago or something. Where after the the game, he sat in there in uh, Toronto and just sat in the gym in the dark until like 3 a.m. and just shot threes in the in the arena. I think I remember that. And I remember watching that just being like, Kyle, why? <laughs> I'm so, like, it makes me so sad. Anyways, but yeah, I feel bad for Kyle, but he's not better than Kyrie. Irving. No. And I can I kind of understand where they're kind of going with. They're probably like trying to take a more analytical look at it, saying, you know, Kyrie's only good at one thing and that's to score and get your team buckets and like you have players like jimmy butler who i think if i were to make this ranking i probably would put jimmy butler ahead of him but like barely yeah like like maybe the spot ahead and i know where they're coming at if this is where they're coming out jimmy butler you know he can score he plays defense he's he's a hustler he does the things for his team but Kyrie's just a straight baller he's a killer Something that Jimmy Butler will not ever be. And the fact that Jimmy Butler is 15 spots ahead of Kyrie is ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't know what uh, ESPN was smoking when they were making this, but it must have been a pretty fun day at the office. Well, um, Shaden, speaking of Carmelo, um, do you think one? What do you think the chances are that he gets traded this off season or this season? Excuse me, before the trade deadline, and then what do you think are some potential landing spots for him? Because he does have that no trade clause. He he gets to approve who he goes to. What do you think? Um, if he does leave, I I still think he's going to go to Houston yeah. just because I think Houston seems like a very um, Houston's still a pretty big market. It's not as big as you know New York, but it's it's a really awesome place. It's a good place to play. And he's going to be playing around guys who, who know how to pass the ball and know how to play team defense for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he, that's going to be really enticing to him whenever he actually does make his decision, if he's going to leave New York. Um, so I, I would still probably say Houston. Um, I honestly, and I'm not saying this just as a Thunder fan, but I think the idea of playing with a Russell Westbrook and a Paul George to any player sounds awesome. I think like if he if he really thinks about that, if the Thunder would have would take him, um, and before we got Paul George, you knew I was a huge like I was like yeah, mellow you, you to were, the Thunder. You were just riding that bandwagon so hard, man. You hey, were, I still am. If we get mellow I, on the Thunder, I'd be okay. Maybe with this team now that we have Paul George, if we got him to play that power forward, 
and had him understanding what his role was, and he played that role. Right. I mean, maybe, but I don't think I don't think Oklahoma City can even take on his contract right now. They don't have the assets. No, they we, don't have. They have no way. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. But so, if we can get him to, you know, realize that money is not everything. He needs to win a championship. If you want to win a championship, you should probably go to Golden State, but then you should go to Oklahoma City. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Carmelo, come to Oklahoma City. Before we move on, uh, this is also ridiculous. Nikola Jokic, who is incredible. Yeah. Um, and I love him. But he's ranked over DeMarcus Cousins, who, in that's, my opinion, that's bad. That's in my bad. opinion, DeMarcus Cousins is the best center in the game right now. Yeah. You have to agree that with that. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe a year from now, maybe at the end of the year, we do we say something different. Maybe Nikola Jokic becomes the best center in the NBA. But right now. Uh, or excuse me, Demarcus Cousins does this thing where he plays defense, and he's capable of it. Is, yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're right, and he brings that ferocity. Yeah, he's, he's got our ferocity, but and you know, Nikola just does have a passing that's pretty. That's kind of unprecedented at the center position. And every uh, great team needs that guy who gets technicals all the time. Luckily, we have Russell Westbrook. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, you, you got to have it. Like the Pistons had Ben Wallace. You know, the the Bulls had freaking Dennis Rodman. The Golden State Warriors have the, have, uh, the master of it, the master of avoiding the suspension for the technicals, Draymond Green. Yeah, the master of it. Anyways, I just wanted I saw that and I, that just really kind of pissed me off. But yeah. Let's go back to. All right. Speaking of whatever we're talking about, aging stars that are kind of cl- nearing the end of their careers. Wilt Chamberlain. Well, he's in a rough place right D- now. Dwayne Wade. What, you think he gets bought out before the season starts? You think it's sometime during the season? You think he gets cra- traded? What do you think is going to happen? Wilt Chamberlain's dead, dude. I was talking about Dwayne Wade. But Wilt Chamberlain's dead. Doesn't that make you sad? Can oh, we just be Wilt emotional? Chamberlain died? <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain's been dead since like the 90s. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, a moment of silence for Wilt Chamberlain. All right, we're going to take a 20-minute silence break for okay. Wilt Chamberlain. Seriously, though, that's really sad. He's a great player. All right, let's move on. Um, so Dwayne Wade, does he get bought out, traded? What happens to him this season? I, if he if nothing happens to this season, the Bulls are the stupidest freaking franchise. Um, which I have, um, you know, I have really kind of praised the Bulls just because I think they're smart in the way that the NBA is today. Um, how they did everything where they kind of got rid of all their guys and brought in a lot of assets for the future. And I respect that right now. That's kind of what I wanted the Thunder to do before we got Paul George. Yeah. Um, but... If they keep Dwayne Wade, I think what they're working for right now is all kind of destroyed. So what I'm hoping they do is I am 90% sure that they're going to buy out Dwayne Wade. Like, it's got to happen. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to happen before the season starts. Um, And Wade says his number one option right now is Cleveland. So it's if he goes to Cleveland, I think that'd be awesome. If he does go to Cleveland, though, I don't think he will start. No, I think you're right. Um, I think he will be coming off the bench, but still having that Dwayne Wade LeBron duo back is going to be pretty awesome. I think, like you said, I mean, people have been throwing out, "What if Dwayne Wade came to Oklahoma City and came off the bench?" I don't think he comes off the bench for any team other than a LeBron team. I don't, I don't think, think so he does. Either. I don't think anybody else could convince him to do that. I think, um, which Dwayne Wade had said that Oklahoma City is one of the big places that he's looking at if he does mm, yeah. get bought out. Shaden. Um, <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> it would be really cool because I would like to kind of see Paul George play at the, the three position again just because I kind of feel like, in my opinion, Paul George is a natural three rather than a two. Um, I thought you said in a couple podcasts ago that he liked him at the two. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Calvin, fact check me, please. Please. Did I really? I'm, I'm pretty sure you said that you liked him better at the two. I'm like 90% sure that well, you said that. whichever he's at. He's two or three. I... 
Either one would be good, but if we had a Dwayne Wade, put Dwayne Wade at the two, put him at the three, that'd be a really crazy lineup with Russ, him, and, and Paul George. So either way, I if he does come to the Oklahoma City, that would be just That'd be so incredible. freaking cool. That would be so freaking incredible. cool. But I, if he does get bought out right now, I am just going to say that he's going to go to Cleveland just because I, I think, think you're right. Cleveland's think, just got so much to offer. And right, everything. I'm going to say 90% or I'm going to say 80% chance he goes to Cleveland, 10% chance he goes to Oklahoma City, 5% chance he winds up in Miami again, and 5% chance he joins the Gold State Warriors as a big F you to everybody. Dude, if he joins Golden State, <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone's gonna hate him. Yeah, just like a, like a, just just like like Rick and Morty with that they just like walk down the gangplank, and the, they're just flipping him off. Yeah, that's just what it's gonna be. Like Dwayne Wade gets off the airplane and flips off everybody at the All Star game. I feel like D Wade won't get as much uh, scrutiny just because he's kind of getting up there in age, like you were talking about. I mean, Dwayne Wade's still a baller; like he's still a, oh, a yeah. borderline All Star, but mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's just the big question is how much longer can he go? It's kind of that, and point, how much though. are you going to get of that that borderline all star? Because he yeah. hasn't been able to stay very healthy lately. It's kind of at the point with the Warriors. If you're just like a semi okay player and you decide to go play with the Warriors, you're just a traitor. Yeah, like whoever you are, you're just like. If we see friggin', I don't know, give me a give me a small player. If we see if we Kyle Samaj Christian, <laughs> yeah, if we see Samaj Christian going to play for the Warriors, he's a traitor. Okay, well, he probably would. That would be a traitor, though, just because it's the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Going there. Uh, uh, what if? I don't know. Never mind. Well, let's move on, Shaden. <laughs> so, Tracy McGrady, one of your favorite players ever, Tracy is, is, is officially in the Hall of Fame. I'm happy that you said you're, that. What? I said I'm happy you said that. That he's one of your favorite players? Yeah, he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, you've always talked about how great he was and how you thought that he should have been. He was. He was fantastic. Yeah. He should have won a championship. He didn't, though, because of injury. Oh, yeah. He was on the Spurs team whenever they almost won it. And he was like just like on the bench and didn't play. He was on yet. the bench playing like thumb wars with dudes. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, like, he literally didn't do anything. But, um, yeah, that made me really sad that he didn't end up winning his championship. Yeah. So close with stupid Ray Allen. So, so Shaden, um, Tony Allen agreed to a one-year deal with the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. almost said Saints. The New Orleans Pelicans, um, kind of a head-scratcher because the New Orleans needs a wing, needs wings badly, but they need wings that can do this thing where they shoot the ball and it, like, goes near the basket. Here's the thing. New Orleans really have been known for that. Here's the thing about New Orleans that I think uh, their management is kind of like. There are some managers who know what they're doing, and then there are some managers who hear a big name and they're like, "We have to have them on our team, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, they have <clears throat> Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins, who they think is going to be, who is the best front court in the NBA, but they think they can build a great team around them. But they, you know, they got Rondo because you know it's Rondo. He's a big name, so yeah. let's sign Rondo and start a two point guard with Rondo and uh, Drew Holiday and try and see how that works out. And then they see that Tony Allen, who is really not that great of a player anymore, and is like, that's Tony Allen, though. He was first-team all-defense. He was good five years ago. (laughs) He was first-team all-defense like four years in a row, five years in a row, whatever it was. Um, And they're like, we got to sign him. We can be good. But I feel like that's where uh, the New Orleans Pelicans are kind of at right now, where if there's a big name out there that they can pick up who's washed up or something, they're just going to take him. Yeah. So, like, if Michael Jordan walked up to him, they'd probably be like, hey, dude, you want a contract? <laughs> so, all right, Shane, we're going to try something kind of new. We talked about this briefly before. I'm hoping you get the concept. All right, so in the West, so what we're going to do is Team X can win the West if they do this thing. 
if this thing happens during the season. So okay. I'm, we, we, let's just go ahead and say that we can't say, like, Kevin Durant gets hurt. Okay, so okay. let's go ahead and say that. Okay. So I'm going to go with, like, I'm going to go with this. Uh, the Houston Rockets can win the West if they can play, if they can get James Harden and Chris Paul to play defense. If they can get that defense mentality, if they can get a more defensive mentality going on in Houston, that's basically what I'm thinking. Um, I think hey. that the scoring, that they, I think that that team was going to be able to score at absolute will. But they got to get James Harden to figure out to play an average level of defense. Absolutely, I agree with you. Uh, by the way, Chris Paul is a freaking stubby defender. I, I know. I need. To, I, I probably shouldn't have said. I should probably shouldn't have put Chris Paul in there. But um, with him being able to share that offensive creator. Yeah. Responsibly with Chris Paul, with uh, excuse me, um, James Harden. I think that they're going to work out pretty. Well. I think that they could work out pretty well. I'm still not a big Houston Rockets fan. I don't think it's going to work, but that's how they win the West. That's how they take down Golden State. Is if they can get James Harden and enough people to buy in and play defense, play an average level of defense, they're going to be able to keep up and score with the Golden State Warriors. Right, and I, I kind of if. Are we just doing Houston? No, right we can now? we can do any you can do any team in the West. All right, well, um I'm just going to bounce off from what you said, so I'm going to go to Houston and kind of agree with you, but also I think Houston <clears throat> will be really good if they play kind of a Spurs um kind of offense, which I think I've talked about this a few times ago, but where the ball like rarely hits the ground. If they can do something like yeah. that where it's just constantly in movement, and if they do play defense, I totally agree with you. I think they could do really well. And I want Houston to do well, not better than the Thunder, but I want them to do well just because I want Chris Paul to make it to a Western Conference Finals. I need it to happen. Yeah. Like It makes me sad. I don't even really care for Chris Paul that much, but the fact that he has never made it to a Conference Finals makes me really sad. Well, it would be kind of sad still if he made it but didn't win it. Yeah, but at least he'd make it. Yeah. If he made it and didn't win it, I'd probably be pretty happy. Unless it was <laughs> against the Golden State. If they somehow beat Golden State and made it to the finals, then I'm like I'm the biggest Houston fan of all time. So let's just go for it. But uh anyways, uh but my number one would be if Steph Curry got hurt. Really? You think Steph Curry hurts that, that Steph Curry That's an interesting topic. Let's let's talk about that for a second. How much time do we have left? That was mo- mostly as a joke, but let's talk about it. Uh we have about like Eight minutes. Eight minutes. All right, let's do that. We'll leave, leave fast. So, wh- who hurts the Thunder? Who who hurts that team the most if they get hurt? Draymond Green. Draymond Green. I think Draymond Green. I, for I, sure. I think I have to agree with you because he's he's the one that like solidifies. He's like he's that that player that comes in and fills the gap in every place that they need. He brings the three point shooting. He brings. He can put the ball on the floor and score. He can lead the fast break. He can run. He can. You can start an off. You can start offense with him. You can. He rebounds. He plays incredible defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, he he's that he's that like peanut butter in the cracks. You know. Yeah, peanut butter in the cracks. What? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I I can. Um, I think a lot of people could make an argument that Kevin Durant does all that stuff too, which he totally does. But I think what what uh, Draymond Green brings to the table that Durant doesn't is just a fero- a ferocity. Yeah, that's true. And and just like the the fire to want to win, the fire to want to be successful, and I think Kevin Durant has that, but he has a lot of times where he just kind of is chill, like he he gets a little too cocky and lets yeah. things get, get over his head a little bit. Where Draymond Green, kind of like a Russell Westbrook, is going to go after it every single night, which is why I think if they lose him, that's a that's a huge it's blow. a huge blow. And um, I think all honestly, all of them would be hurt especially the big three, but like Steph Curry, he's had games. He's a three point shooter. They shooters have bad games. Like that's mm-hmm. what it is. And so he's had really rough games where he's not been there and they've still been super successful, but I'm definitely going to have to say Draymond Green. 
All right, so let's let's blow through these next questions, these next things, these next topics because I really want to get to the Twitter questions. We finally had Twitter questions. I was really excited. So uh, Westbrook essentially became the new face of the Jordan brand. Um, they signed up a really lucrative deal with him. He's, I think he's one of the highest paid shoe deals ever. Am I correct on that one? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, the Thunder hire former Orlando Magic GM. The, the I think he, he was the GM that had the whiteboard with all their offseason plans on it. They took the best selfie with. <laughs> so I don't know about that one, but I guess Sam Pre- but and Presti I trust. So we talked. So we have done um, the roster expectations for three players. We did last week we, or like two weeks ago. We did Andre Roberson, Stephen Adams, and somebody else whose name is escaping me. I don't remember the last one. But all right, so let's do. We'll blow through three really quickly. Uh, what are your expectations for Terrence Ferguson this season? Uh, not a lot. I don't think he will see the court very much, but I think whenever he does get on there, I think he's really going to show his athleticism. I don't really have anything that I want to see from him. Yeah. I just want to see him. That, that that's, a good, that's a good. I like that. I, I'm with um, you on that one. But yeah, that's that, that's what I would say. All right, I'm going to go with the reverse with Smosh Christian. I don't want to see him. Because if we see him, that means that Raymond Felton is sucking. Yeah, that could be pretty rough. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I would not be surprised if we get a lot of pairings with a Raymond Felton and a Smosh Christian on this court together, just because of how good of a shooter he is. And I, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Smosh Christian and a Russell Westbrook on the court together. I would not. Be I don't. Surprised. I don't like that. I don't because Raymond Felton's like a like a like a thirty percent three point shooter, isn't he? He's he's not great, but he's not terrible. And I think Samaj has really proven that he can run the court decently and so i think in a lot of situations um i think billy donovan's going to kind of play with it a little bit and so i i'm willing to say that we're going to see samash christian a lot more than what we think we will Mm. all right uh dakari johnson what do you think about dakari johnson this season (laughs) i mean good for him yeah just good for him in general (laughs) all right so ready for some twitter questions shaden yeah, let's do some Twitter questions. All right, from Loganator45, what is your go-to move in playing basketball at the Colvin? <laughs> what is your go-to? The Colvin is, if you don't know, our kind of like rec center up mm-hmm. here at OSU. Um, go-to move. Mine is definitely probably the Dirk fader. Yeah, I was like gonna... the leg up, just fading. Yeah, take the shot. I was going to say for you, it was definitely like you're on the three-point line and you dribble and get your guy moving backwards and then you pull up and bank it. That's your move. Most of the time. I do try that. I do that with you a lot just because I know how you play. Yeah. It's hard to do it whenever I'm just playing with guys I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to play when it's hard to do it whenever you're playing actually good defenders, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. All right. Uh, for me, my go to move is probably the post up and then uh, spin towards the baseline and try to put it in. The post up. You got the uh well you're you're kinda like the uh the Enos Canner. You got mm. the fakes. Just, yeah, just turn do. around, pump fake, go under, lay it in. Yeah, that you do. You get me with that like all the freaking time. I also uh, have a very special move where I airball a three. Those are always great. Yeah, that's pretty and good. A wide open three. Yeah, that's that's not <laughs> my favorite thing ever. I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you this story. Favorite thing ever. We were in an intramural game, and you were going down the court, and one of our friends passed it to you, and you just like pull up, take the three, and before you even see it go in, you like look at me, <laughs> and, it, and it air balls. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of my favorite things ever. Oh, we ended up winning that game. I think. Wait, we might have lost that actually. The odds are that we lost it. We've only won like two games. Yeah, we're not very good. Anyway, at anyway, Shane's good. All right, so <laughs> from uh, spoilers underscore duh, a friend of me and Shane's, so oh, we actually gosh. know. Um, so he says, 
uh, Kill, Mary, Bang, Jordan, LeBron, and Bird. <laughs> That's why I wanted to get to Twitter questions. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm so I'm so happy you actually read that. Uh, well, should we change it up a little bit and say like you know, uh, bench start cut, or should we go um, with the Kill, Mary, Bang? <laughs> let, let's do both. Let's do. All both. right, Kill, Mary, Bang. Um, who was it? Jordan, Magic, Bird. No, Jordan, LeBron, Bird. Jordan, LeBron, Bird. I think I would definitely marry Bird just because I think he'd be kind of a grumpy guy, but you know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like he'd he'd care for me. Yeah. Um. I'd probably, uh, probably kill LeBron. Yeah. And do the other thing with Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay i mean not many people can say that yeah yeah so i'm gonna go with uh kill larry bird i think he'd be mean to he me he probably would he'd he's be really like mean southern to me. dude yeah and i feel he's like i wouldn't from south I, though he's from indiana yeah i feel like he would not find me manly enough despite <laughs> my beard um I, I would marry lebron i feel like he could he, i feel like he could be a nice guy take care of me <laughs> <laughs> And then Michael Jordan, just for the story. You have, to, you have to say, you're like, hey, I know Michael Jordan, you know. I can't so, confirm. Let me it's give you this a long. Story. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Uh, we're really sorry about this question. I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, I'm happy that I'm happy that you actually read that. <laughs> but in all reality, if we're doing like a like a, a start one, bench one, cut one, start the goat. Honestly, I might bench LeBron and really? kill Bird. Bird, Larry Bird is one of my favorite, top three favorite players of all time. But I might have to. I think I'm gonna LeBron. I'm gonna go exactly the same way. Start start Jordan, bench LeBron. Yeah, cut Bird. All right, so uh, that should do it for this week, guys. Thank you guys for listening. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to give the Ocast a follow at Ocali Ocast and give us a follow at Slim underscore Basketball on Twitter. Um, we're both good follows. Yeah, you can check out on the Ocali Ocast. They tweet out all the different podcast links that they do. There's all kinds of them. Uh, there's stuff about politics and movies. There's people, there's college football. There's, there's a sports pass. That's all pretty good stuff. Lots of great things. A new NBA podcast is coming out that we're going to have to beat down because ours is better. Right? Yeah. Our, yeah. Ours is better. We, we just <laughs> talked about having sexual relations with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Ours is better. <laughs> Listen, who wouldn't? Anyway, um, just, just end the podcast. Just end. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. Um, I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with Colton Davidson. We'll catch y'all next week.